Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. I know it's been super long. My bad, fam. In this episode, though, I talk with my good friend, Maria, my Brazilian friend, Maria. Rest in peace, Pele. We talk about school, love, boundaries, attachments versus connections. Get some insight on her relationship with her her, her her boyfriend, not her brother. And we also talk about faith, Jesus, and everything in between. Hope you guys enjoy. I'll see you afterwards. Peace. How's it been so far? Do you have like four courses or what? Five? Yeah, only four this time. Four is like the lucky number. Like I, everybody who, who all the tryhards are going for five or six, but like four is for the people who want to like yeah, t- take care of I themselves. Did, I did five last semester, um, but I quickly realized that it's, you know, it's better to focus and do one thing well than to try yeah. to take all these courses at once and then like be mediocre at all of them. Exactly. exactly. I was a little bit less than mediocre. So, so this time we're going to do that. We, we don't talk about it. We don't talk <laughs> as long as we passed. Yeah. Yeah. As long as we passed. Yeah. Five courses. I, I did five courses. Um, I think it was my first year, first semester. And I quickly like found out like, this is not for me. <laughs> This is really you know what it is? Me. I feel like usually people do that in the first semester, right? Which is like end of year. Yeah. October, November, December is always just no. a mess. No. And that's when we take five courses. And it's like... Nah, nah. <laughs> just don't do it. For anybody applying, right? No, for those who have applied, once you get accepted, like for the love of God and for your mental health. So yeah. you don't need those mental health talks. Like all, the, all U of T students get that mental health talk at the end. Or, or like when when we're nearing exams, it's like, guys, I want you to know that you guys matter beyond your grades. And whatever you get, it is not a reflection of your self-worth. <laughs> you know? Well, like... you haven't memorized. Like, <laughs> that's exactly what they all say. Yeah. What program are you in again? Right now, I'm in a double major and a minor. Um, Wait, what? I'm doing psych and sociology with a minor in visual culture, but... I'm thinking of dropping my minor, unfortunately. So, Why is that? You don't like it? Um, I actually really do like it, but I I know I want to do psychology. Mm-hmm. So I'm really trying to focus to get my grades as high as I can. So then at least that's going really well. And then like later on, you know, once I get a handle of my yeah. course, I could add like the extra stuff. It goes back to like not being mediocre at all these things but instead like focusing on the psychology yeah, part definitely been my my lesson yeah i was trying to get into a specialist program and i didn't get in because my grades <laughs> just just weren't there yet like they have a really high um like requirement that's requirement. the word there we go and yeah. so i'm just gonna like try to get those up and apply in the next year that sounds good are you making friends no no <laughs> straight up straight up for me i think i'm making friends but then i realize like dang i only hit them up when i need help for work and then when the semester is over it's like i remember you you helped me out bro that meant a lot remember that that one time we studied for that one thing together like Like, that was so that was so intimate (laughs) oh my gosh it is hard to make friends it It, is yeah i've I mean, I've usually, you're pretty extroverted, right? Like, Super. I don't know, my, my whole life I've been used to just 
knowing everyone and like having these huge friend groups like always speaking to everyone and all that that's just always been how I preferred to be but now in university it's like very alone and yeah um learning to get used to it and be grateful for it in a way because like I mean it's not it's not that bad like yeah I don't really know any like much of anyone there I know like few people that I don't even see yeah um but you know it's yeah even even for myself like as an extrovert i think i'm using university as a sort of like i can hide you know <laughs> like i don't i don't have to be out there like i get to be like i get to sort of be that introvert in high school i think it was it was like whenever i see people um you know they expect you to be loud they expect you to like be like you know just be myself or whatever but then i feel like there's so much more freedom in university where like since nobody knows me there's no expectations placed on me and I could just like eat at, eat at a corner by myself or like study by myself without anyone saying anything but I do wish that like I don't know sometimes I say that I wish I, I put myself that I'd put myself out there more but at the same time I'm like um I feel like I'd be way more drained because I don't know I found myself in so many different cultures, so many different communities already, like church, um, work, and then the people I grew up with. And I'm like, if I had another friend group, I don't think I'll be able to like keep it, you know, like there's already so many, so much to handle. Even like distractions and stuff. I mean, I know friends aren't like they're necessary, but Did you I just was call your friends a distraction. Yo, no, we're no, this like I was going to say like people <laughs> at university and stuff like. Um, when I think about it, people are like, oh, like, don't you, um, like, miss being, like, super social or whatever at school? And then it's like, I, I do have my friends. Like, I have my close friends that I've had for a while now. And then I feel like sometimes I don't feel the need to make new friends. Right. Because, like, I have my groups. Like, I have people that I talk to that I trust. and if, Like, that you met in university or like no, your friends right. growing up yeah. how do you how do you keep in touch with them like are you both are you all at utm or um i have some friends which um like childhood friends which also go to my church so i can like i see them at church and then i also just like message them call them whenever i can then i also have some friends from high school that i, mm -hmm. I touch in like every now and then yeah yeah once you get into university you also realize oh wait like a lot of my friends in high school were my friends because it was like convenient in a way. Right, right. You're always around them. Like, of course yeah. you're gonna talk to them. You know, you see them every day, all the time. Yeah. And then now you really start to realize like which friends are those quality friends that you have for a lifetime, and yeah, really just having like one or two is yeah, is enough. Yeah. yeah. And that's not a knock on people like for for not being there. Um, you just realize that yeah like we were friends out of convenience and that was one thing actually that one of my um, friends from church uh, was telling me she was talking about like her her boyfriend and all that and then she was asking me about like my own uh, like if I like anyone well but like my love life and about all that stuff and then I was just saying like man I feel like I feel like once I, I was being cocky, all right, don't judge me. <laughs> I was like, I feel like once I get a girlfriend, 
like it's gonna be you know i was i was like it's gonna be sick like i'm gonna be a sick boyfriend blah blah blah, blah. and then like she she basically rebuked me not really rebuked but she, <laughs> rebuked. she shut rebuked. you down at the spot she She's shut like... me down i'm talking to christian rebuke <laughs> she shut me <laughs> down so quick trap. she was like she was like you say that now but take it in being single the way you love is mainly out of convenience you don't know what it's like to be intimate and like you know actually like sacrifice for one person instead it's like oh i don't feel like meeting up with, with you like talking to your friends i don't feel like meeting, meeting up with you because i don't feel like it but once you get in a relationship it's like yeah. you can't say that stuff does that does that ring a bell like does that sound sound like i never thought of it that way but it's like um in a way you don't know shoot <laughs> <laughs> I don't, sorry that hit hard like you want like a moment to like breathe <laughs> a moment to process yeah like when you your friends you're only used to having friends out of convenience I mean when someone's always there like it's so easy to always have a connection with them always have someone to like are you, are you talking like like a friendship or yeah yeah and then yeah. when it's like a relationship i mean i feel like a lot of people do get into relationships out of convenience but but the thing is like is keeping it convenient that's what i wonder yeah because you can't be on your own time anymore you can't be on your own schedule per se i mean i'm not saying like you're completely like you know trapped or whatever (laughs) but there are some things that um there are expectations on you now that aren't really there when you just have friendships you know Mm -hmm. I mean in a way like I agree and disagree because it's also like I guess maybe because I'm unsure of it myself but I've also thought of it of like oh should relationships like do relationships only work out when it's more like quote-unquote convenient like Mm. do you ever hear about people talking about like um, long distance relationships and stuff like that and they're like oh it'll never work out just because it takes like that much more effort that much intentional effort to like um like talk to this person you have to plan to meet up with them to always Mm -hmm. stay connected to share you have to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. you have to like work on yourself and like we don't realize it but there are certain things that we do that are either hurtful or we're just used to doing things that that's just how we learn how to deal with either our emotions and stuff like that. And when we have to share that with someone else and you have to open up about it, it's just yeah. so much more aware. Well, she sounds like a psychology major. She's talking about projecting and like <laughs> doing your own work. Your unconscious traumas. Like, <laughs> I'm going to pull up Freud. I know I'm kidding. I'm not, not going to do that. <laughs> pull up Freud up here. Like, so how has it been with your brother? I mean, your boyfriend. <laughs> I had to. I had to. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> You know, the only reason I didn't see that coming is because this is your podcast <laughs> and you're recording this, but you really did that to me. Oh, my. You thought I was going to be, like, polite and nice? Yeah, like, <laughs> what's going with you? Like, your personal experience? No. <laughs> yeah, how's your brother? <laughs> <laughs> um, You know, to clarify. <laughs> he's, he's not... To clarify, is she Being participating in incest? Thing. 
I'm learning so so I'm so joking. I even commented this with you like weeks ago I don't remember when it was but I did comment it where like it's been such a learning experience I'm actually learning so much where it's like and I'm realizing a lot that some things I wish people would have told me about um especially when you talk about it like through through a church lens or like you're always like you grow up going to the church or whatever how many mm -hmm. sermons have you heard about dating we have one every year but only in like february oh <laughs> like, how timely yeah During like valentine's day like yeah they call it love rev like love revolution or something like that that's is it like have you found that really helpful like what is that i have but um i think since the bible doesn't have anything about like dating specifically a lot of what they teach is like from our culture's lens of what courtship looks like for example like i've i have some friends who didn't grow up um in in my church or who aren't filipino themselves and so when they come into these sort of sermons um a lot of them or some of them are like quick to dismiss what they're learning because they're like this isn't what i learned in my culture and it, it's although it is like biblical like what um they teach us about you know guarding your heart um paul talking about singleness and all that and um, not being unequally yoked like all these things that um, pertain to relationships in general not necessarily just dating um, although what the pastors teach us are like founded in those uh, biblical values um, mm -hmm. a lot of what we do is like it's because of filipino culture mm, and not because of like biblical not like, necessarily well, I, I wouldn't say it's it's completely unbiblical obviously not but yeah like for example um and this might be in other cultures too like like dating only when you're 25 or mm. um what else uh, the touchiness well that's probably wisdom it's wisdom with when it comes to touchiness and like physical intimacy and all that um and um like there's a whole process when it comes to courting it's not even just dating it's not even just like let's try this out and hey maybe we'll get married or something like it's this whole process of like um meeting their parents first um yeah. getting permission from the pastor and all of that uh having someone who's accountable for like what you guys are doing like an, an elder or like a leader um yeah and it's just this whole process of like courtship leading to marriage so we're very it's very formal very formal very systematic yeah. about it too yeah and i feel like that's really overwhelming especially when you look at um all of these messages like everything that tells us what dating is supposed to be yeah um, we're constantly bombarded with like for example um you watch there's a ton of like romance movies you open like social media there's a bunch of like couples and videos of couples being like super cute together or whatever and then um and even like people around you see like a lot of people some people date just because like oh whatever like the experience yeah and like for like in my church for example we never we never had like 
one of those. Not at all? No, not that I can recall. I could not recall a single time where I heard about dating wow. in the church, except maybe like... With the basic <laughs> stuff like i'm trying to think of a single time with the what stuff the basic stuff of like oh, just like just don't do it like, I don't <laughs> know. like it's not very helpful you know what i'm saying <laughs> and it's um because of like the purpose of it like yeah we all know yeah we're dating to get married but like what does that mean <laughs> like, yeah how are you processing it i'm curious to know because like um, for me it's like the opinions i have on it are mostly like given to me you know it's passed down to me but how how are you thinking about all these things um one thing that i struggled a lot with was like oh but if like if i don't start dating now or if i don't try it out then like i'm not gonna know i'm not gonna know what it's like i'm not gonna know what i like i'm not gonna know like how it works and stuff like that we treat it as like a trial period or we treat people as like these lessons of if you don't start dating or you don't start getting like experience then you yeah. won't know how to do it like any like you won't know how to date and yeah like that doesn't make sense <laughs> and yeah. um it's definitely one of those things like as you build a relationship with anyone any kind of relationship mm -hmm. you literally learn as you go along so i guess the number one lesson that i learned <laughs> is that um you won't i don't know you won't quote unquote get better you won't get no special experience if you start like dating young and you start doing all these things if anything um you risk getting very like heartbroken like hurting other people you risk creating these things in yourself which makes it harder for you to open up to someone else later on um I don't think we put enough importance in like how like how we open up our heart like who we let yeah. in when we get vulnerable and stuff like that it's not just whatever yeah. you know yeah. um, and then when something like that gets broken off um then it's it can be devastating so super yeah and then you carry that into the next relationships not even just romantically but then you know like you carry those insecurities yeah. Yeah. yeah are you ever fearful oh extremely really fearful yeah because um fearful of a lot of things there's fear of commitment there's fear of oh. like you know what i mean like yeah decision. yeah, yeah that, like what if i choose the wrong person it's, like these fears you think about these things yeah or this fear of like oh like what if it doesn't work out and stuff like that these natural fears yeah and how do you how do you go about it like do you talk to him about it or um yes yeah, sometimes and then it's like also fear of like what do other people think and so me and my brother <laughs> irrational fears but okay i was reading this thing recently mm. that was explaining the difference between attachment and connection have you explained i think i posted something recently about it did you about yeah. like i i posted like make deep connections not deep attachments but honestly like that was just at the surface i honestly posted it because it sounded cool yeah. <laughs> and, and i agree with it 
recently i think i i don't remember if it was last week or whatever um so i was reading it and it was basically saying that um attachment when you get attached to people its basis is on like expectations so attachment okay. is for example let's say you get into a relationship and you expect it you expect this person to behave a certain way you expect it to last long you expect to get married to this person and you start you keep going you start like Suddenly you go on one good date and you're already imagining like having kids with this person, living the rest of your life, happy ever after, you know? <laughs> this is attachment. And it was explaining that that was attachment. And yeah. then, um, so the contrary to that, or not the contrary, is focusing on connection. Mm -hmm. Because attachment takes you out of the presence. Like you're thinking about things that could be, how things could be, how they should be, and things like that. Whereas connection, you're just like focusing on who the person actually is like who's in front of you wow. you're focusing on what they're saying what they like um wow. maybe some goals that they have it's it's really being like present in the moment and like trying to relate to someone you know yeah i always found that like attachment is the idea of them like attachment is the idea of what they could be of what you could be but it's not the actual person um and like i had to i had i had to deal with some stuff not deal with some stuff that's that's a bad way to put it but i had to go through some some stuff with you okay um, mark <laughs> like no no just like attachments you know yeah yeah <laughs> like attachments last year and yeah like it was a it was a huge learning curve like it was like a full u-turn i'm joking it was like <laughs> a really big learning curve because when you're so deep into the attachment i think what you do or what your mind does is it like it tries to convince itself so much that this is a connection like this that this isn't an attachment you know and it's funny because i, I would read about the same things while i was in it and i was like oh you know that's what an attachment is blah blah, blah. but then I'd sort of be like in denial, like, oh, I'm I'm not attached. You know, this is this is a real connection. This is genuine. Like, if you think about it logically, you know, <laughs> start to get logical. You're like, think about it logically, like outside of the emotional stuff, outside of that stuff. <laughs> not being like, emotional like, at all. Like, like we actually click, you know, like we actually one for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, for real though. But then like I remember, um, and this is one of the things that like our my leaders had to walk me, walk me through. And like fast forward like after being out of it like like not being attached anymore i was like dang bro <laughs> dang like it was like you obviously like, while the connection was like still look at me being in denial while the connection was like actually strong and good and genuine um a huge part of it was like falling in love with the idea of that person mm -hmm. um all of the potential and everything yeah and it's crazy though because when you're in it you're like oh how am i gonna live without it you know without fantasizing these things like if things don't go um like the way i wanted to or the way i expected to but then after being out of it you you just like you know i'm free like not in a bad way but mm -hmm. it really messes you up because you're so detached from reality when you're mm -hmm. attached to the idea and the fantasies you know um, what I suspect might contribute to our like to attachment I don't know I suspect either this contributes to it or 
people's tendency to get attached is what created this concept of like um there's only like the perfect person for you or like um when sometimes even when we pray we're like god you know um bring me that's like the one the person that's the one for me <laughs> the person was made for me and it's like nobody's made for anyone else well so god, entitled <laughs> god yeah god doesn't make people for other people everyone's made for him right and what he does is he aligns purposes he creates people with the same or similar purpose and mm -hmm. then so when two people come together in like a romantic relationship like the purpose their purpose has to be aligned and it's mm -hmm. not like oh this is the only person that right met for each other and, that yeah. was actually a bar you said like we're all made for him and he aligns our purposes mm -hmm. someone once said like the only one for you is jesus and the person who you should get with is someone who like deeply follows him mm -hmm. so you're so close to the actual one you know like yeah. i, I kind of maybe this is isn't like the most romantic analogy but i kind of see it as like john the baptist where he's like the bridge to the bridge he's not the actual bridge itself he's not the actual he's the one calling out in the wilderness for us to set our eyes to prepare ourselves to you know be holy because like to prepare ourselves for for jesus and i think it's the same way in relationships where um that person you're dating is like the John the Baptist or the person you should be dating is like that, that John the Baptist. Like when you're doing life with them, when you, when you get with them, it's like, they're constantly leading you to the bridge to, you know, the ultimate, the one, yeah. you know what I mean? You're not away from it, which is, you made yeah. me reflect on <laughs> how good my bridge is. <laughs> like, yeah. how well, um, you also have to think about that. Like, um the things that you do like am i also leading this person closer to um to god and to like bringing them closer to their faith or are certain things that we're doing like pushing away mm -hmm. which um kind of leads me into the conversation about like not just emotional intimacy but if you think about um so what do you have in a like romantic relationship that you don't have in friendship and then when you think about it like truly like okay you get emotional intimacy in both like you get to know people you get to have fun with them spend time with them but then like romantic relationships there's like that lifelong commitment right that lifelong purpose which some right. friendships also could have but then right. there's like the physical intimacy aspect of it which is so so glorified yeah so glorified yeah everyone's like oh i'm so lonely like i need a boyfriend i need a girlfriend <laughs> you know and I need someone to hug me <laughs> yeah they just want to cuddle like <laughs> yeah for real bro like bro just call me bro i'm gonna come <laughs> you know the homies got you like... <laughs> i got you bro like hug them from behind <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah and then I actually even like lost my train of thought. I my bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're talking about how physical intimacy is glorified. Like yes, over glorified. It is. And something that I've been wrestling with a lot recently is. She said um, wrestling. Wrestling. Because 
you don't realize it but sometimes um in like physical intimacy or when there isn't that like not control but like I don't know when you engage in physical intimacy with someone and that could be like hugging like hand holding kissing like things like that yeah um it I feel like it opens up a different kind of attachment it does <laughs> it does so like I, I feel like that's like a formula for attachment where it's like it can make a bad relationship seem good you say it louder <laughs> <laughs> you podcast what? you can't hear me but i'm closing my eyes <laughs> i mean you can't see me but i'm closing my <laughs> you eyes can't hear me. podcast you can't hear me what type of podcast is this <laughs> <laughs> no my goodness oh my gosh she said um it can make a bad relationship seem good and you keep it you stay in it mm -hmm. saying like oh this benefits me no you're just down bad you're just down bad because it's just like it, it feels good like um you feel more connected to the person right uh -huh. like even, you feel like you have an emotional connection but like do you really is it really an emotional connection or mm -hmm. like do you, do you just like holding their hand but it's <laughs> it's like yeah are you are you in a long distance or are they in Toronto? Uh yeah, in Mississauga. Like yeah. Like yeah. And, like you guys see each other frequently? No. See each other? Oh. Not very frequently. Not frequently enough. You know? It's uh, yeah. it's nothing. You can it can never be frequent enough, but Yeah. Um So there's no know. physical intimacy at all. Yeah. I mean oh yeah. Not at all, but scarce yeah Damn. which is like in one sense it's like it's good because i do like focus a lot on like the emotional intimacy and learning like just just learning how to be like really good friends with this person because at the end of the day right. they're like your best friend right right brother um then when it comes to physical intimacy of fear that I also had this might be irrational this might resonate I don't know maybe more with um like female listeners but okay um, when like for example like if my boyfriend wants to kiss me or something mm -hmm. and then I think like oh he's only with me because he's attracted to me and not because he likes who I am oh and I feel like when there's like too much emotional intimacy or like there's this like unbalance mm -hmm. then people can start to feel like that in a relationship of like oh they don't really like who I am they just I, they're just attracted to me or they just like doing like these activities with me and it's mm -hmm. like what I can give them or something yeah 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 that's yeah. that's why like at my church when they talk about these things like they really really like really hone in on like making friendships making deep friendships and um i always used to think that it was it was like you know it was very um how do i 
constricting before but i'm seeing the wisdom in it now because exactly what you're saying um it's like in friendship i think it's so much more genuine you don't you're not with your friends and and like dang i'm gonna hang out with this person maybe they can kiss me you know like <laughs> i'm gonna hang out with my homies maybe they can hug me like what the heck we don't do that like even from like a like a, a boy to girl exactly even from like a boy to girl friendship it's there's no strings attached and you're just yeah. being clear yourself and like you're seeing that other person that that's that's where the connection part comes in and mm-hmm. i was really thinking about that like i think the basis of like what makes a strong relationship in any sense even in our relationship with god is like having that friendship a strong friendship yeah it's the foundation yeah it's all built on and it's much harder to build a friendship than it is to build like physical intimacy that's it's, so true like it's so it's something like it's so easy like <laughs> you know it's not something you need to be like worrying about thinking about it's so much harder to actually get to know someone and accept them fully for who they are that mm-hmm. is and put in the work and you know constantly show also, up so much more fulfilling right like it is we all long to be fully known to know and to be fully known yeah and when you don't have that in a relationship it's like you you quickly start to feel like empty or like something's missing it's yeah, yeah. thinking about that and also like the church is saying don't get in a relationship the world is saying get a shorty get a man you know like get in a relationship how do you how do you process like do you ever think about like oh um and this might be like this might be like a like a spicy question but do you ever process do you ever think about like oh maybe um i'm going too fast or maybe i'm going too slow or like maybe am i like should i even be in this relationship do those thoughts ever come mm-hmm. yeah funny story yeah i okay i definitely did have moments where i stopped and was like oh my goodness i'm going too fast because what ended up happening was this is how my relationship started okay Mm -hmm. so we we spent the day together we went on a date and like we weren't dating but like i like i i liked him like i could tell that he liked me and he had this whole plan to ask me out like officially to ask me to date him and stuff like that and i ruined it because oh. I got anxious and I literally oh, no. said are you gonna ask me out or not <laughs> <laughs> I, got so, I feel so bad like wait this was first then, date your first date no it wasn't the, no it wasn't the first date like I had known him for months like <laughs> like but but it was I, like <laughs> I was like, are you gonna ask me out or not? And then, like now looking back, I'm like, um. <laughs> I was going way too fast. Like, there's that kind of insecurity, right? After the fact, where it's like, damn, did yeah. I really just push this? Like, if that was me in this situation, I could not sit with myself. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh my gosh no like i think i think like i, I want to be the one making the move you know <laughs> like i want to like take the lead i want to 
no which is fair which is fair i i heard one quote i'm okay i'm not sure how true it is but i heard (laughs) one thing that was saying like oh if usually because in the bible it says that the man is the like the head of the household and just like the neck yeah 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 and then it was saying something like, oh, if he can't take that initiative, if he can't be the one to be like, okay, like, this is what I want to go out and ask. Yeah. Lead in that sense. Lead in like, you know. Asking, is this like talking to girls or talking? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, let's say you, for example, like you're interested, you're seriously interested in getting into a relationship with someone. Mm-hmm. And like in the future if you do marry this person like you're gonna be the head like you're gonna be leading in a sense mm-hmm. i'm not sure if that gets like nowadays this is a very controversial thing yeah people a lot of my especially maybe, people who don't understand like the biblical aspect of it it's gonna sound it, misogynistic it or sounds misogynistic yeah it does and i'm probably gonna get a lot of those like what did you guys mean by this <laughs> yeah i'm not sure how to say it is that bad i'm not sure how to say it in a way where it doesn't because it's not like one is better than the other one's in charge of another right that doesn't that doesn't exist like they're they're equals it's but just a matter of roles roles and stuff like they're equally as important one can't yeah make it work alone you know yeah and then it was saying something of like oh if he can't lead in this then maybe he's gonna be a bad leader in like your marriage or whatever i don't know it was yeah, a, yeah. it was a stretch that it was sense. a stretch but yeah you get what i'm saying yeah wait are they saying like um if he can't lead and asking you out yeah like if he's not sure if he can't position himself and be like okay this is what i want like i want to be in a relationship with you and stuff like that then yeah yeah i feel like it's like we glorify that first like first Mm. moment of like taking initiative yeah like people i think need to remember that there's such a there's such a thing as um growing into leadership (laughs) and just because they don't show it initially that doesn't mean they're not going to be like that in the future but i think there's also wisdom in in acknowledging that like okay if um this wasn't just him not taking initiative for his act like for that action and it was it's actually like a character trait he has of not wanting to take the lead then that might be like a red flag yeah yeah there's a huge difference though might I add, he was caught very off guard by what I did. Yeah, maybe this wasn't the guy's problem. Maybe this was Maria's. It was. It was. <laughs> you know what? I'll take the blame. Oh my god! Do you guys talk about this? That'd be so funny. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's like, I can't believe it. She was the one who asked me out. And I was like, Listen, I technically didn't ask you out. Like, if you think about it. Yeah. No, nah, I would feel so uncomfortable. Like, was- oh. Never mind. <laughs> like, <laughs> I totally said no, but but. Well, like I guess it worked out. It it did. Good job, sir. I'm calling you, sir. Me? Yeah. Mister Pursuer. Oh my goodness! I actually. Oh, that's actually funny. That's actually. Funny. Don't do that. It's it's just because I know it's just because I got anxious. That's it. Like, just don't be don't be anxious. That was me. Yeah. exhibiting a trait of like you know not being in the moment not being secure in myself not that was that was a moment of weakness <laughs> yeah right from the get-go you were learning a lot then 
so like oh my goodness the first the mer- the first month alone i yeah. felt like every day i was like getting enlightened by the <laughs> getting enlightened <laughs> you know um, <laughs> oh my god but before we go i want to do a rapid fire question oh nice okay. yes is it so, just like like first thing that comes to you got to think on the spot okay. are you ready maria sure i don't have a choice do no, i are you ready like that was yes so... yeah, let's louder go. please let's louder go. are you ready yes sir are you ready i want you to yell oh my God, captain i i can't hear you oh, <laughs> all right favorite color red favorite book oh hunger games <laughs> you're a nerd favorite verse um do um do all things as if for god and not for human masters and what chapter what book good question i was hoping <laughs> you didn't ask that it's like corinthians More, or something or maybe uh, it's ephesians isn't it colossians or colossians <laughs> something like that i'm sorry I don't know. what's your favorite, favorite what's your favorite food oh that's so hard um uh, can it and be why? a plate yeah yeah like a like a conjunction of food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like steak, rice, beans, guac, salsa, yeah. Like that. Yeah. yeah. You guys ate. It's... You guys ate good for Christmas Eve. You guys have dinners at Christmas Eve or Christmas. Yeah, Christmas Eve. Same, 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 same. I saw your plate, your like your table when you posted mm-hmm. it, and the gingerbread houses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was that was sick. What's your favorite song right now? I think it's called Big and Chucky. Oh, son of David, something like that. Okay. I don't know. It's a bop. I think it's old, but <laughs> summer, just... summer or winter? Summer. Oh, spring or fall? Spring. If you could have dinner with three people, dead or alive, who would you choose? When you say dead or alive, I'm I'm like compelled to choose someone who died. Anyone. Dinner with three people, dead or alive time's ticking oh my goodness no ah i would have dinner and you can't say jesus okay no i won't say jesus i'll do like i'll do like my best friends that i haven't seen in a while um like my best friend from childhood uh i'll do her do i cite her name like i'll do her my best friend from childhood yeah my cat who passed away Oh, I, I remember your cat. With my cat. But like, you know, with my cat. And yeah. I'll do... That cat was a legend during our high school calls. Right? Oh my gosh. That fat boy. And then maybe like my grandma. Is she dead? No. Oh, sorry. I'm so but, sorry. But I barely see her. So I'm so like, sorry. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. That was a very logical conclusion. All right. Because you said cat. Never mind. Never mind. Best advice <laughs> you've ever received. Best advice? Um, don't let like your past failures define what you can do today. Sounds like a Facebook quote. Yes, those Facebook moms. Yo, Susan be hitting with those posts recently. <laughs> okay. If you could describe um 
like the season of life you're in in one word, what word would you use? Um, I want to say like transitions, but it's also like. You want two words? Sure. All right, two words. Two words would be like. Maybe like creating myself, you know? Mm, that's good. And if you could leave our listeners with one last message, you're probably going to come back another time, but <laughs> with one last message for now, what would you say? Uh, if you listen to this whole thing, you're a real one. Yo, for <laughs> real. This is like an hour 40 right now. An hour 30. You're a real one. I hope this was helpful to you. Like, actually, just... Yeah. I, I hope you come out of this with, with something genuinely. Yeah. I know for both of us, like... I saw Maria, she was just like, wow, wow. <laughs> like, I see you, like, saying wow, mouthing wow. And I know for myself, I'm having those moments, too. So I hope this has been as helpful as it's been to the both of us. And um, hope to see you guys on the next podcast. This is Maria from Brazil. <laughs> next World Cup is ours. <laughs> I'm telling you, 2026. Rest in, rest in peace, Pele. <laughs> oh true that was sad alright thank you guys for listening peace right. yeah right. thank you bye <laughs>